Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and in this episode, I'm going to teach you eight different ways that you can use to learn everything about a private company. So this is our second episode in a series where I teach you how to basically learn everything that you need to know about companies that you might be targeting in your job search. In the last episode, episode 330, we talked about public companies. And in today's episode, we're specifically going to talk about private companies. So these are companies that are not publicly traded on the stock market. And the difference between private companies and public companies when it comes to a research standpoint is the fact that there is seemingly less information available. You know, for public companies, you can listen to earnings calls. These companies are are required to disclose things like earnings and other pieces of information that private companies can keep private. So if we want to get all the information that we need to fully align our pitch and our value and our experience to the goals, challenges, and initiatives that this company is hiring for, we need to have ways to go about researching those things and figuring out what those things are. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about in today's episode. So let's dive in. The first thing that you can do to research a private company is to check out their website. And as I've mentioned before, most people do this, but they only do it on a surface level. So they read the homepage, they read the about page, they find the company's mission statement, maybe they read one or two more pages, and that's about it. I want you to go much, much deeper than that. First, I want you to look at that header navigation bar. That is all of the links at the very top of the web page. things like the about section, the blog, case studies, services, pricing, contact, all of that. I want you to make sure that you read every single one of those pages. And then I want you to go to the footer of the site. So those are all the links that appear at the very bottom of the site. And I want you to read through all of those pages. Now, obviously, you can avoid some pages if there's one that's specifically dedicated to, let's say, the terms of service that's a bunch of legalese. For sure, skip that. But try to find every single page that might be relevant even if you're not quite sure that the relevancy is there at the beginning, because what's going to happen is as you read through these pages, I'm going to encourage you to click on links and to go search for things that come up. So for example, if you're reading the company's about page and they mention the specific pledge that they have and they link out to another page on their site, well, you should click on that link and make sure that you go read that pledge next. That's just one example. But in other cases, you may need to take information on their site and go run a search for it on Google or Bing or somewhere else so that you can learn about that specific thing. So the goal here is to go as deep as you possibly can on the company website so that you understand everything and can get a holistic picture rather than just reading their mission statement and hoping that parroting that back in the interview is going to get you somewhere. The second thing that you can use to research these companies is to read news articles about them. So my go-to resource for this is Google News, just news.google.com. And you want to type in the company's name and just see what comes up. Now, I typically filter starting with the past week, then I go past month, and then I go out from there. And what this allows me to see are the most recent articles that this company has been mentioned in. Now, typically what you want to focus on are articles that talk specifically about the company and its initiatives, its goals, et cetera. Sometimes these companies will be mentioned in lists and stuff like that, that can be helpful sometimes, but it's not going to be nearly as helpful as articles that have been dedicated specifically to that company. So you want to make sure that you're caught up on at least the last month's worth of news. That's going to give you plenty of context that you can use to flesh out everything that you learn from the company's website. And that's going to give you a really good basis so you can show up to the conversation and say, hey, I saw this headline, or I saw that this person mentioned this specific thing in their article, or I saw that you all are launching this thing and analysts are saying these are the positives, but some of their analysts are saying these are the negatives. How are you thinking about that? 
Basically, reading these news articles is going to give us all the information we need to align our pitch and to ask more valuable questions. The third way that you can research private companies are by listening to podcasts with executives. So this is probably my favorite way to research companies in general because it's super easy to do and you can do it while you're also doing other things like exercising or cooking or cleaning or any of that stuff. So the first thing that I'm going to do is understand who these executives are. So I'm going to take the company name and I'm going to run a search for the company's name and then executive team. And the company should have their own page about this. But if they don't, there's plenty of third party sites that'll have this information. But essentially, you are looking for the names of all the people on the company's leadership team. Then you're going to take each of those names and you're going to run searches on both Google and YouTube for the executive's name and then interview and then the executive's name and podcasts and the executive's name and keynote. So for example, if we were researching Searching Microsoft, we might take Satya Nadella, their CEO, and we might run searches for a Satya Nadella interview, Satya Nadella podcast, and Satya Nadella keynote. This is going to surface up all the interviews, podcasts, and keynotes that these executives have done. And that is going to be a great source of information for us because while we can read these articles on our own, while we can read about the news, Hearing the company's vision and their initiatives and their challenges right from the people who are running the company in almost this live type format where stuff isn't quite as scripted as a news article, stuff isn't quite as edited as a news article, you are going to get a ton of information. And the beautiful part about these is one, when you listen to a bunch of them, you get a more holistic picture, but you can also listen to them at your own pace. So personally, I like to speed them up to about one and a half to two X speed so I can get through them a little bit faster. And then I try to listen to as many of them from as many different executives as I can. So don't just stop at one exec. You want to run every single one of their names through this process. And you want to listen to as many as two or three different interviews from each executive if possible. That is going to give you the broadest scope, the widest spectrum of information when it comes to where this company is at, what the different viewpoints are, what they're emphasizing, and what challenges they're facing. The fourth way to research these companies is by looking at product demos. So sometimes companies will allow you to book demos right there on their website. And this can be really cool if you are somebody who is in the space and can actually pass as a legitimate prospect. I would not recommend doing it if you cannot do those things. But if you can sign up for a demo and actually watch somebody go through this live and ask them questions, that's awesome. But even if you don't feel comfortable doing that, there are so many different ways to get demos of the product. You can go to YouTube and you can type in the product name and demo, and you can watch a whole video likely from some third-party reviewer or the company themselves walking you through the product. You can actually go and use the product yourself if, it, if you're able to. So you could sign up for an account if that is open to you, and you could jump into the product and you could start using it yourself. No matter how you go about this, finding ways to get your eyes on the product, get your hands on the product is one of the best ways to understand what's exactly going on and to potentially poke holes in the product itself. So I absolutely love this as a research strategy as well. Piggybacking off of that, the fifth way that you can research these companies is via their product reviews. So it's one thing for you to look at a product, but it's another thing to understand how the wider market and their customers are generally viewing this product. So I love to check out places like the App Store or more official review websites like CNET or PC Mag. You can also go to YouTube and type in, again, before we typed in the product name and demo, now we'll type in the product name and review. And you can watch all these, you can consume all this information to understand a couple of things. First, you can understand what the company is doing well. So what are these reviewers raving about? What are the pros of the product? We can also use them to understand what the product is not doing well. What is missing? What is frustrating people? What is causing them to lose users or have higher dissatisfaction scores? And then finally, 
what's missing? What are competitors doing that this product isn't doing? What features do customers want that this product does not have? All that information is going to be present in the reviews and identifying that is really, really powerful. You can bring that right to the table in interviews. You can bake it into a value validation project. This is one of the magical ways to research these private companies. And if you can't find reviews, you can segue right into my sixth way to research these private companies, which is to actually go out there and survey their prospects or their customers. So I used to do this all the time. And I was lucky in the sense that the companies I was targeting were very big and well-known and a lot of people in my circles use them. So for example, Microsoft, Google, Twitter, pretty much everybody that I knew was using those products. So it was a little bit easier for me in that sense. But basically what I would do is I would spin up a Google form or you can ask these questions just casually in an email but I would basically send it to them and say, what do you love about company's product? That would be the first question. The second question would be, what are you not happy with or what frustrates you about the company's product? And the third question would be, if you could wave a magic wand and have the company do or change anything about the product, what would it be? And I'd send that out to all the people in my network, in my circles who leverage these products or were thinking about using these products. And then I'd get direct feedback and quotes that I could actually leverage in my value validation projects, in my interview answers. And then on at a high level, I would get data, right? So I could say, hey, I surveyed 30 people and 70% of them said that this was frustrating for them or 70% of them said that this competitor was doing this thing better than you are. And that is great information to bring to the table, again, in value validation projects or in your interview answers. But the cool part is you actually have a little bit more context here. So rather than just reading a review from some rando on the internet, you can actually reach out to people and then you can go deeper. You can reach back out to them after they fill out the survey and say, hey, I noticed that you mentioned X, Y, and Z thing about the company. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? What was your experience like? How did you end up there? Why was this so frustrating? What did you try to do to fix it? And you can just get some really, really deep knowledge there and deep information. So this is one of my other favorite ways to go about this. And you don't have to know people who use the products to leverage this. You can go find communities online where customers exist. Reddit is a great place for this. Reddit has all these subreddit communities that are dedicated to very specific niche topics. For example, if you are applying at Apple, they have subreddits for basically all of Apple's products. The iPhone has a subreddit. AirPods have a subreddit. The iPad has a subreddit. Macs have a subreddit. And those subreddits are all full of super fans of that specific product who want the latest updates, who want to talk about the product with other people who care about it as much as they do. So those folks can get really, really into this. And to provide a quick example of that in action, I actually had a client who was applying for a role at NBA streaming service. So he went to the NBA subreddit and he basically created a post that says, hey, you all use this service or most of you do. I'd love to know what you like about it, what you don't like about it. I actually have the ear of the person who manages this service and I'll pass your feedback along. And he ended up getting hundreds and hundreds of different responses just because he decided to get a little creative and show up in a place where this company's target audience exists and they were willing to give feedback. So just wanted to share an example from a client standpoint where this person didn't know anybody in their inner circles who was part of this prospective market, but was still able to leverage this strategy. The seventh thing that you can do to research these private companies is to scan their social feeds. So go look them up on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, and everywhere else, and scan through their social feeds, follow them, see what they're posting and see what they're talking about. Because chances are a lot of the content that they share is going to be highly relevant to their goals and their challenges and what's going on at the company right then and there. And this can be another great way for you to get more bite-sized feedback, more bite-sized information that the news may not cover or may not be posted on their blog. Because so many companies today 
are social first and blogs second. They tend to build their brands and they tend to relay information via social channels first. And the blogs tend to be an afterthought. So it is always good to start with blogs just to see if something is there and get some more robust information. But if that's not happening, those social feeds give you another avenue to gather basically the same information. And that brings us to my eighth and final tip for researching these private companies, which is to perform a competitive analysis. So I want you to take all seven of these first strategies and I want you to perform them on your target company. But then I want you to go perform a light version of them on the company's two to three largest competitors. Because looking at what the competition is doing can give you a really great context for what's going on in the industry and how these different companies are positioning themselves against your target company. This can open up a lot of avenues and help you identify a lot of opportunities. So you can show up to an interview and say something like, hey, your customers are complaining about X, Y, and Z things. I saw this when I reviewed you know, hundreds of the reviews of this product, and your competitors have solved this by doing this other thing over here. Why have you all not thought about trying that? And you can even build a VVP around that question. But think about how deep that question is and how insightful that question is and how that's going to wow an interviewer. It shows that you've not only done research on their company, but that you understand the industry as a whole. And all these things go a long way to proving that you are the person who's going to bring the most value to this role, which is what the company cares about at the end of the day. So don't just stop at your target company. Take all of these strategies and then perform them in a light fashion. You don't have to spend the exact same amount of time that you did on your target company on their competitors, but maybe taking 30 minutes or an hour and just taking these strategies and applying them loosely to the competition is going to open a lot of doors. So that's it for today. I hope you learned a bunch of new tactics that you might be able to use if you are focused on private companies, which I know many of you are. And if you want to take this to the next level, you should grab a seat for my free masterclass that I'm hosting in just a couple of weeks called How to Land Your Dream Job in 10 Weeks Without Applying Online. I'm basically going to break down my entire step-by-step job search system that you can leverage to get out there and land your dream job in 2023 without applying online. So you can grab a seat at cultivatedculture.com forward slash masterclass. The link is also below in the show notes. I hope to see you there, but either way, I will see you in the next episode of the podcast. 